We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The sound of the final buzzer means it's hangover time. So grab a drink and join your host, Alphonse Sidney, for a Miami Heat Beat post-game show. Heat lose, heat lose. Um, great second half, 40 points. I mean, whoo! Motherfucking barn burner. I mean, wow. Amazing. And then they had a chance to even still come back and win the game. You know, the refs did what they did. You see my uh, you see my name on the screen. But let's not talk about the refs too much because the Heat did not deserve to win this game. Okay? They had no business even being close. Like, this game is a – it was not an eight-point win. That should have been about a 20-point loss to the Mavericks. The, if the Mavericks just hit any of their free throws, we wouldn't even be talking about the refs. You know, and I was gonna say I was gonna be calm, like it's not a big deal, because I, in the grand, the grander scheme of things, I don't think it's a big deal. But for God's sake, can someone help Jimmy Butler out in the second half? Please, can any of the fucking role players show up? Baines, you were burning, you were killing these centers, killing every big man in the first half. What did you score two points in the second half? Like what the fuck is that? Like where was all aggressive Bam? Aggressive Bam, we love aggressive Bam. Did he, did he leave that shit in the locker room? What the fuck happened? Tell Jimmy to pass the ball. A- ain't no Jimmy. Listen, <laughs> Jimmy, don't ever fucking pass the ball if the, the, the players are playing like that. Like, the only only person who could generate any kind of fucking offense was Jimmy. Kyle Lowry disappeared. Bam disappeared. And and, and they were the next two best players on the team. Mm-hmm. Where was Duncan? Where was Struess? Where was Gabe? Where was uh, fucking Yurt? And uh, listen, 11 points. I don't know the fuck. The defense was trash like... The, the entire team, nobody showed up out, outside of Jimmy and Bam in the first half and then Jimmy in the second half. Take me out, Brass. That was a joke of an effort by the supporting cast, the role players, the bench. The bench was fucking awful. I mean, I'm talking – there's not a person that's going to escape criticism off of that game. Like I said, not a big deal in the grander scheme of things. But it was just a frustrating watch, especially after the first it half. It was annoying. It was annoying. I'm, I'm pissed off right now that I I'm wasted like I two hours. That. Yeah. You go up by 11, and once again, you just fucking fall apart. And we've been counting on these third quarters where they fucking blitz teams, and 
Shit just didn't happen tonight. I am Alphonse Sydney, aka Alf954. Welcome into the Miami Heat B post game show hangover time. Um, whatever. If you're watching on Twitch, thank you. <laughs> if you're watching the replay on YouTube, I mean, thank you. I, you know, I, mean, I would have, I would have just gone and watched something. I like, I would have taken my mind off a heat basketball after the night. And you know what? We're not even going to fucking talk about what we're drinking. I'm having water. I see Bond got some coconut water. Um, water. Oh, well, I'm, Moose is getting drunk. It's, it's Tuesday. Um, I'm skipping all that <laughs> shit. I want to know who kicked our ass. They kicked our ass. Moose. Who kicked our ass? Man, I'm in between two right now, but I'm going to go with, all right, who kicked our ass? Halftime. Because if the game would have ended there, it's a W. They look <laughs> Um, That fucking second half of the game, man, it felt like two different teams. I couldn't even believe that we were up in the first half with the way that we just, like, crumbled in the third quarter. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to give it to halftime. Close second, though, injuries. Can't speak enough about what we were missing on the bench. I know we'll talk about it later, but uh, but yeah, halftime kicked our ass, so take me out, Brass. Correct. Um, Moose would like to institute a new rule if the heat are up double digits at halftime. Just call it, just call, call it, it. call the game, <laughs> call it. I mean, it's fair, I like it. Uh, Tiff. everybody wants to get home early, you know, it's a weeknight. <laughs> Tiff, who kicked our ass tonight? Mm. League pass, because I'm paying for that bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Succinct. Uh, Brass, who kicked our ass tonight? Uh, they're whites. I mean, isn't that all they got? <laughs> kind of. But, uh, yeah, I'm also just drinking a margarita, by the way. I, I mean, I have to drink after this. I can't believe you're not drinking after a loss. You got to like drink something. Yeah. I was going to go upstairs yeah. and get something. I'm like, Although, I'm not wasting my time. I got Whatever. you, Brass. Hit you one time. It's a, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a loss. It's been <laughs> like, a while, guys. Like, like you know, Tuesday, even the best there. teams have to lose every now and then. So I'm let's just, just calm down. We have you more know. than a five-game yeah. win streak. I mean, yeah, we have a lot of five-game win streaks, though. That's pretty cool. <laughs> bon, who kicked our ass tonight? I'm going to say Eric Spolster kicked our ass tonight. Um, love him. Great coach. Fantastic coach. Top 15 all the time. You know, all of that is, is good and fair. Um, I just... I don't know what the the philosophy or like what the attention kind of was tonight um, with regards to, to the defensive schemes and the principles. And I think what you saw in the second half was um, a lot of what was open and just wasn't falling in the first uh, start to fall for them. We couldn't shoot for shit. Um, disagree with Alf a little bit. Uh, I think a little, I think, I think Gabe got you got you some good minutes in the beginning, but you know he didn't show up in the end also. But my point is, um, I think I didn't like Cosmo's uh, defensive mentality or the scheme today. Um, so I'm gonna say he kicked their ass because it started early and then caught up. I'm gonna go with Maxi Kleber. Um, <laughs> that motherfucker. First of all, that dude was everywhere defensively. All of a sudden, he's he's fucking turning into Reggie Miller from three. Um, I mean, the guy was all over the place, locking up Jimmy one on one. That's usually Jimmy on a big. Let's go! And all of a sudden, Maxi Kleber's moving his feet like Bam out of Bio used to in the first half, long time ago, <laughs> long, long fucking time ago. Um, you know, and at, at the beginning of the game, I I liked the I liked the de- the defense. They were 
basically getting the ball out of Luca's hands, daring other people to shoot, daring other people to make shots. And those guys started, and they were hitting shots, but they were still winning the game because offensively we were still doing things. Second half, we stopped. Nobody hit a fucking shot. Gabe Vincent, 0 for 7 from 3. Duncan Robinson, 1 for 5 from 3. Max Strews, 1 for 3 from 3. I mean, we were 25% from 3 for the night. Seven three-pointers for the game. That is not a recipe for success, especially if we're not locking them up defensively. Not, but you well, have to lock up defensively. Your defense yep. got to travel. Your defense got to go with you. Yep. I mean, like, well, well, but the other part is, let's just be realistic. They're not going to make 20, 15 yeah. to 23s a night. Like, right. shit, we keep saying Jimmy's like this mid-range assassin. Uh, they need a couple of folks to learn how to shoot inside that arc. Like, this is literally how they win. Like, you can't win outside. You got to win inside. Somebody else has got to be able to shoot on the opposite side of Jimmy and get the buckets going in, whether it's Kyle, whether it's Bam, Duncan, Max, Gabe. They got to learn how to just shoot from anywhere. They need multiple shooters. Like, we can't just think Jimmy's going to be able to bring it home. He couldn't beat Kleba off the dribble in the fourth. So that means either A, he was tired, or B, he just don't have the burst, which means you need somebody else. Go ahead. I, I think just to back up Tiff a little bit, I do think this is a situation, I know everyone's going to laugh, but this is a situation where you're missing Tyler tonight because he is someone, yeah. especially that we've sure been seeing. Oh, yeah, the you, you're missing him. But here's the thing, Moose. Here's the thing. Let's call, call it what it is. I'm not giving nobody no praise because we missing people. You had enough to win. You had enough to get out yeah. to a 10 point, 12 point lead. I'm that not means trying to make you, excuses for No, anybody. no, no. But I'm just saying like they got to learn. There's certain players that you could win. That you could win without in certain, in certain points tonight. You could win without um, everybody you were missing. Like you literally could have won without everyone. That's they on them. Won. They just, they just choked it away. That's what they did. Listen, this was this was the Goron sweepstakes tonight, you know. So Dallas was Dallas was trying to play a little harder, you know. They heard that Goron really doesn't give a shit and he doesn't want to go there. So now they're you know they just they want to show him something, but yeah, it's not going to work. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. <laughs> he don't want to go to Dallas. No, he don't no, he ain't trying to live there. Nobody want to go to Dallas. Actually, Dallas is kind of nice, but that's a whole other story. Fuck Dallas for tonight. Nah. Fuck Mark Cuban too. Mm. Yes. Mm. Um, Moose, where do you, you know, what is your biggest blame on the Heat side? Where is it? I and we're not talking about who wasn't there. Let's talk about who was there tonight because 
you're going to, you should be able to win games without Tyler Hero, uh, Kayla Martin. Like, you should be able to win these games. Like, there was a lot of Highsmith tonight, and I thought he gave them good minutes in the first half. And just like everybody else, he didn't show up in the second. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Listen, I'm not, I'm not trying to push back on that. I agree. We should, let's focus on the guys that are out there tonight, but I don't want to discredit the fact that we were missing three of our core bench players in Deadman, Tyler and Caleb. That's, that's a lot that you're losing defensively as well. Now, with that being said, we should have won this game. There's a reason we were up in the third quarter where I think we lost it is that we started turning over the ball way too much and to tip literally just said it. We were stifled on offense. There was nothing happening. when Once they figured out our defense, because I think we did have a good defensive game plan in the first half. We were blitzing like crazy. But once Doncic was able to figure that out, we didn't have another fucking uppercut to hit them back with offensively. We didn't do anything. We were just standing around there. We weren't making any jumpers. There was no movement. So once that happened and they took away the momentum, we didn't have anything until late in the fourth quarter when we were finally getting to the line again. Tiff, one thing Moose said, they were taking away the three-point shot. We were shooting them anyway, whether we were uh, covered. Uh, even when we were open, just missing wide open threes. We were three for 12 going into the fourth it from, was, from three. It was bad. Now, the thing is, what like what Moose is saying, like there wasn't a second like a second effort or second action. Like they actually were doing a little bit in the first half when they shut, when they were shutting down like the Duncan uh, DHO, he was hitting Bam with that bounce pass rolling to the rim. It ha- I have it in my breakdown because it's like, a, I feel like it's a new wrinkle to the offense that should have always been there. The second half, none of that was happening. They, they shut us down at the three point line. They just moved the ball right around the perimeter instead of attacking in the middle. Only the well, fourth quarter did Jimmy finally start getting into the paint. And honestly, that don't even count because at about the four minute mark, they started playing him for the drive. So he couldn't even get, he wasn't even getting to the basket anymore because they literally started playing him for the drive. So then you just got the ball basically hot potatoing around the top of the key and nobody's doing anything with it. There's just, but the but these are the things that like I think everybody needs to see and Spo needs to see because we keep saying people aren't here. You're not gonna have everybody. Like let's just get this through our heads for every team. Every player is not gonna be available every night. So you gotta win with what you got. And if we can't make threes, if we can't hit 15 footers, if we can't box out, those are problems. But the best thing about it is most of that is effort. Like, yeah, I didn't see a lot of effort on trying to keep Kleba off the boards. Like, you're switching and Max, um, Gabe is boxing him out. No, that's yeah. not gonna work. Awesome. Like, that's on Bam and that's on um, yeah. on Yurt. That's on Bam and Yurt. You're leaving Gabe under the basket with Maxi Kleba. That's that that makes no sense to me. We out rebounded them by ten, and I don't know how that happened. And exactly, but they got offensive the rebound. Off- right. I don't care and about was, our and total. That was all in the yep. first half too. And did we you know this? The off- but the, no, listen to this. I, like I'm agreeing with you guys because I watched the game and I can't believe we had 15 offensive rebounds to their 12. Like and I don't, don't feel like timely, it. and they got like shots off of there. They got points yeah. off there. They scored off of it. <laughs> um. So some slight breaking news here. Uh, the Heat just signed Javante Smart. Uh, to a two way. Oh, okay. Smart. Okay. So that's that's yes. something. So can I just say what what's on everyone's mind? 
how is this affecting the Dragic situation? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> okay, cool. Okay, now, I love it. I because love it. Because they don't have to keep them up, right? They can just. Well, because they had a two way because they signed they signed Caleb. Right. Oh, so, right. So cool. they were able to cool. do that. The odd thing. The odd thing was the the uh, the signing. Um, uh, what's this for Highsmith to a, a 10 day, 10 day. Um, so they don't have that extra roster spot. So it's, it's interesting, but again, it doesn't mean they're going to get someone else that affects. Yeah. It doesn't really affect much. It affects the timing a little bit. So they, you know, they can't, uh, get someone to fill that, that extra spot earlier than that. Although I do, you know, Brian was saying earlier today that they are able to, uh, to cut a 10 day (laughs) player and then Batgirl, and then sign that, and then uh, pay them the remainder of their ten-day contract, and mm-hmm. still be able to do them, you know, to get them in early. But I just don't. With the All-Star break coming, I don't think it really makes that much of a difference. I don't think the right. Heat are trying to get anybody in here with one game before the break, anyways. Like yeah. I think they want to make this decision over the All-Star break and just, you know, let things play out. Vaughn, uh, I know you got takes. I'm not even going to ask you a question. Just what was your overall uh, <laughs> your overall opinion of the game? Um, give her I the rant that, music. No, don't don't give me the question. Rant music. <laughs> um, I agree with the with everyone's points offensively. Um, I think that they did get stagnant. Um, I don't know that they were super like fluid and, and extra, you know, movement centered in the beginning. Um, it's just that different people were being the aggressive one, right? We started off with Bam as the aggressor and then, you know, the game got, got deeper and then Jimmy kind of took a man. And I think, um, shout out to Jack. Um, I feel like this is a game that Jack would have been upset about. Mm-hmm. Like the, the fact that when Jimmy, um, when Jimmy has to get going or the way that things look when Jimmy gets going is, is very, uh, it's like, it's a hindrance, you know, kind of to the, to the rest of, of, of what, Uh, Miami wants to do offensively, but, you know, there were times where they didn't even look like they were trying to do anything else as they do, Um, you know, Jimmy post up uh, mid post and and then, you know, whatever, they didn't get any, any motion off of that. I don't know. I, I, I really did. I really, really am not a fan of the, um, the defensive philosophy that you dare these other NBA shooters to make open shots, right? Like I personally would rather, you know, Luca give you his 37 or whatever, and and you win the game. Luca with 40 doesn't doesn't necessarily beat you, but Luca with 40 and like 12 to 16 assists, I think does. Um, and you know we dare dudes to make shots. Like dudes aren't you know NBA players paid to make shots. So I think they did. And I'm just not a fan of the the the, the incessant doubling. Um, we hadn't seen that in a while. And and so to see it so much tonight was very jarring. And like why whoa why are we doing this again? I thought we were doing, you know, other stuff, but I don't know, maybe tinkering, maybe trying to figure stuff out, but I didn't, I didn't like the defensive approach tonight. Um, and the defense has to be the thing that, that holds you down when your offensive goes through the stagnancy that you know, it's going to go through because, you know, you've seen your offense all season. <laughs> uh, Sweetie says the insurrection has started getting arrested and Jack goes MIA. Very interesting. Hmm. <laughs> Very interesting. One thing, you can the, neither confirm thing, nor deny. 
you know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, <laughs> I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shay Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shay Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture themed trophies for six basketball related activities. Trophies like the Dominic Toretto I Live My Life a Quarter Mile at a Time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. One thing I'll say about Jimmy, and, and it does get frustrating when he's holding the ball, they lost that lead when Jimmy went to the bench. And these guys had all, Bam had all the free time in the world to be aggressive. Lowry, all these guys, they they had a chance to score when Jimmy went to the bench. That lead, they lost the lead, and then they, they gave the lead, and the lead expanded while Jimmy was out. They only started making it up when Jimmy came back in. Yeah. So, you know, I do sometimes I, – I, I think we've all agreed that sometimes Jimmy's style of play takes away from other players. But when he's on the bench, how, we can't – Bam can't use that excuse no more. You know what I mean? Can't put like, that on anybody else. It can't. Be, and then, and I got to see what we, they look like defensively during that too. Not to just say that like they lost the lead solely from an offensive standpoint from Jimmy's off. I know. I understand they started they scored making nineteen the points in the third quarter. Well, yeah, Twenty-one yes, in the I, fourth. They scored, I, I, they only scored forty you. points in the second half. Uh, defensively, they weren't great, but they, 107 points in today's NBA, you can win that game. Yeah. Like, that's a winnable game. Yes, they I only had that. one – I mean, uh, Dallas only had one quarter where they scored 30 points. Everything else, 26, 28, 24. Like, they like held them in check defensively. That third quarter wasn't abysmal. And it wasn't – to me, they had enough – They these other guys, they had enough time without Jimmy on the floor to be aggressive, and they just weren't. Like, guys just didn't come through. Um, and then uh, you got, then you have Captain Save him, like you know, calls him, and then you know the bench around. ain't coming. They might not come through for another week or two. You know that, right? Like they might just literally not show up the next five games. And that's they have, you, but that's they have Larry, no. Bam and Duncan got to do something exactly, like, because they what, have no rhythm. Like everybody's yelling for Max to do something. Max has been he's used to getting fifteen shots a game. He's not used to playing for six whole minutes and getting one shot. Mm-hmm. Going to the bench, coming back for another four minutes, not getting a shot, coming back for another two minutes, getting one shot. Like there's no way he's gonna have a rhythm and you know, he shoot and he shoots that thing, but he looks out of place right now. Like he looks like he has no idea what he's doing. Feels out of place. Yeah. He's got to yep. adjust now to those new that new but, rhythm basically. But it also goes to what we we all agreed upon. We're about to have some ugly losses because the offense is not clicking yet. And whatever Spo's doing, and I hope he's in the kitchen because they got to figure out a way to also get Jimmy cooking without Jimmy holding the ball. Like, there's so many other ways Jimmy can give you a quick six points without having to stand, pivot, look around, wait for somebody to clear. Like, all of that is too much happening, and he's just holding the ball. Like, there's so many other things happening, and yet nothing's happening. 
And to that point, Tiff, I hope they do it early too. I'm tired. I'm tired of seeing Jimmy get going later in the game. I'd like to get some of that offensive, get that shit going right from the jump. That part's on him. He wants them to get going starting out. But I yep. think someone someone tweeted out earlier, like a clip of how they're able to use Jimmy in kind of that mid post area and still have other things happening on the other side. And yeah, that's the key. Like that's what has to happen. And and I I would have to, I'm gonna have to go back and see like offensively where it really like got you know specifically like where it got muddy because I, I think that they had figured something like the way that Bam had been playing these last like six seven games like they have pieces like they have some of it there like I don't understand mm-hmm. I again I have to go I was just so disgusted with the defense I have to like go back and actually see what was happening offense like why you were discussing I know the it defense. got Watch I know, but, I, but, but also that's not something that surprises <laughs> me, right? Jimmy is still who he is. He's still going to get the buckets the way that he does. Alf, you said it yourself, like when we were going through that stretch without Jimmy and Bam and it was like Kyle and others, that it was t- – and I'm not saying that we're going to have to rely on them to give us, you know, games and games and games. But, like, you were talking about how, you know, they got through that stretch with them shooting damn near historic numbers. Like that's not something that, that can be banked on to to mm-hmm. Tim's point. So. They do no, have yet. to figure it out. So. But, but I will say now that they, they've had their guys back, they've been winning with yeah. 12, 13 three-pointers. Yeah. You know, it was nothing historic. You hit, yeah. right. you hit seven. I mean, you hit 13 three-pointers tonight. It's it's a game. You know, you can't miss that many open threes. Um, it was just right. – it was the whole team can't be cold. Like one of the tr- one of the white guys got to show up. One yep. of them. Yep. And you um, only had two. Right. Speaking of white people, it's Black History Month. Oh no. Um, <laughs> Sexy. I'm one of the best at transitions. <laughs> I mean, every single fucking time. And if you didn't know, the Winter Olympics are on. Why would you know? I have no fucking idea because ain't nobody talking about it. <laughs> But, but since the Winter Olympics are on right now, we decided to go black in time and find an historic uh, black Winter Olympics moments moment. There are none. Not, so not we winter. found a Summer Olympics moment. Couldn't find a historic no, black what? person in the snow or something? No, we couldn't find it. No, it had nothing to do with winter. Uh, we couldn't find it because we're not doing the cool runnings bit. You are good at transitions. I'm the best. Um, <laughs> this went so off the rails. I'm the best. <laughs> So let's go black in time and look at a great black Olympic moment. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. Looking black in time. On October 16, 1968, at the Summer Olympics in Mexico City, Tommy Smith and John Carlos won gold and bronze medals in the 200-meter race. During their medal ceremony, they each raised a black-gloved fist as the Star-Spangled Banner began. The gesture was in protest of the treatment of black Americans during the civil rights unrest of the 1960s. Oddly, fans of the rarely mentioned fourth-place finisher dropped confetti from the stands and shouted bing-bong in the streets. This was another edition of Looking Black in Time. Another one. Another one. Nick's fans been celebrating mediocrity. I love history. I love history. 
Always big, learning new things on us. Big so fan. Me and Darren fat. Ravel. We just, we love it. <laughs> Mini truth. Yeah, why not? Do it one more. Do it one more. <laughs> I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. Looking black in time. On October 16, 1968, at the Summer Olympics in Mexico City, Tommy Smith and John Carlos won gold and bronze medals in the 200-meter race. During their medal ceremony, they each raised a black-gloved fist as the Star-Spangled Banner began. The gesture was in protest of the treatment of black Americans during the civil rights unrest of the 1960s. Oddly, fans of the rarely mentioned fourth-place finisher dropped confetti from the stands and shouted bing-bong in the streets. This was another edition of Looking Black in Time. I'm not sure sure why he wasn't wearing a USA jersey, but... (laughs) (laughs) Right. We need to have a a disclaimer that there may be some historical inaccuracies. (laughs) It's probably uh, too late. Too late. I don't know. I think this is pretty... This is... This is like straight out of the books. That's how they taught me. I got it straight off of Wikipedia, so. (laughs) I'm pretty sure, though, that (laughs) the hangover time history lessons will not be taught in uh, Florida high schools, unfortunately. Oh, no. They (laughs) don't want to hear the truth. (laughs) They don't want to hear the truth. Brad Steven looked nervous up there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, I mean, so meanwhile, the, the 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 last Knicks championship was five years after that. By the way, oh, well. no, no wonder they were so excited. Earl Pearl. Uh, let's go next to Bond's breakdown to find out what the hell went wrong tonight. Oh, hold on, hold up. Let me break it down so it can forever and consistently be broke. Um, so I have a bunch. I'm gonna try to go quickly. Um, yeah, it's really it's just all the defense though. Um, go ahead, Brass. So pause. All right. So we're talking about them in the, in the double team, and what's happening is you know the different ways that that Luca's getting into the pain and, and how that's causing them to to shrink the defense. So go ahead. Bam switches out. Pause. Kyle took this dude, this cutter. He took him through this dude's here at the dunker spot. Bam's on on Luca. Bam let's do let's Luca penetrate a bit. Go ahead. Kyle comes over from the corner. Kick out. Nothing else happened. Like you know they they get other motion, you know they're not they didn't get a 3 off of that, but like just the 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 concept, right? Go ahead. Um What's happening here? Same thing. Okay, so pause, right? So okay, so Luca Luca cuts or Played again. Luca goes to penetrate, and this time he's not going middle. He goes kind of to the baseline. Um, pause. When you go to double, 
um, depending on the, the direction of the ball handler is coming from, the way that you double, the, the angle that you come from to double, it kind of matters. So if he's going baseline and you're, you're doubling off of this top side like PJ is, that next pass, immediate, go ahead, you know, that's there. Jimmy goes there, right, as, the, as he's supposed to do because that's where that next pass is going to go. So then that second player um, cuts. Go ahead. Just like all of the different spots on the floor. That one was quick. Um, we can do that again. Again, pause. Luca attacking, getting into the middle. When you, again, you're coming from the middle. Kyle is checking down from the opposite wing. That's where that next pass is going. Go ahead. I don't know if Dorian missed this one. Dorian hit one um, or a couple late. Go ahead. Um, just same thing. They get the switch. Luca gets dunking on him. Pause. Luca gets dunking on him. Go ahead. And now Luca goes straight down the pause. Luca goes straight down the middle of the floor. Kyle trying to be slick, you know, tries to do the double from behind, which makes sense. He sneak up on him, kind of getting his blind spot. Go ahead. This this wing player does what he's supposed to do. Spaces Jimmy out enough. Kick, penetrate, kick. Just having to to scramble and just rotate all the time because of 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 these of these doubles. Go ahead. Same thing. Um, Jimmy's gonna come over here to, to to double, kind of for no reason, from the top side, from the high, like from the immediate next pass. Bounces in. Go ahead. Here though, and this is the last one. Here though is how I think that you can maybe. Pause. That's how I think that you can maybe like soften that a bit. So so PJ is coming not necessarily to commit to the double, but just to kind of give cushion and show Luca that there is someone else to be worried about, but he's not committed to it. Jimmy right here on this wing is not committing to, to this dig. He's stunning, right? He's giving this right foot and he's gonna get back to his. Go ahead. PJ still hasn't come over, given space, reacts. Again, even on his his step back up, doesn't come all the way up. Um you know, and, and gets back. And here they they were able to to kind of rotate. And yeah, they got good ball movement. Damn the, that very that they offensive got rebound movement. is what killed it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it did. Yeah, a rebound killed. You have to rebound after the possession. And they were able to. Yeah, they worked the ball around the perimeter, but the ball didn't get inside. Like it didn't. You can take me out. It didn't cause that kind of like suction of the defense. And defense is kind of like a bubble. Like if you like slice a bubble down the middle without it popping, it kind of just like splits into two. Whereas if you like rotate kind of around the perimeter, you allow the bubble to kind of just spin on the knife edge without, you know, kind of compromising the shape. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I'm just not a fan of, of that philosophy of just daring other dudes to make shots all night long. And then momentum and energy and then all of that stuff kind of comes into play. I think they panicked every time it this they got Duncan on the switch with Luca, and that's where you saw a lot of that overhelping. And part of that is just let him go. Just let yeah, him let go. him just yeah. let Duncan. Yeah, Duncan is Duncan is at least tall. He got a good wingspan. Lanky. At least you yeah. gotta. At some point, you they're gonna have to sure. let him. If if you're on the floor, you gotta you, you gotta let them have the opportunity to defend because yeah. you, you, you gotta play. Well, you, you go too big, yeah. Like he was and could have, and but you didn't. But have the thing is, if you're not going too, if you're right. not going too bigs, then you're gonna have to let yes. Duncan play. You're paying him; he's starting. Let him play, because you running out there and like waving your arms and looking all frantic. 
you're leaving people wide open yep. under the basket every single time. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, and the the other thing is when Luca left the floor, the Mavs increased their lead, and that's kid. If you're if you're gonna have this philosophy, we're gonna shut down Luca, right? And then Luca leaves the floor, and you don't know what the fuck to do on defense now. <laughs> just sign up to shut down anybody. Yeah. All right, we got him, guys. Good job. All right, we got him. Because, well, because it, it goes back to what we just said. If if you're gonna say everybody else beat us, these dudes already hot by the time Luca sit down. Exactly. Right. So now right. you just playing in my face for six minutes. I'm warm. Right. Fuck you. That's uh, Brunson and Kleber were the were, led the team in uh, plus minus tonight. Mm-hmm. Those were the guys killing you, and those guys did a lot of their work when Luca was on the bench. Yep, most of it when Luca was on the bench. And then, and you, and listen, I don't want to like I'm not because everybody was pretty bad, but like those minutes with Max and Yurt out there, and Luke, Brunson and and and, uh, and Kleber are killing you. Davis Bertans is out there murdering you. Like those Yurt and Struess minutes were rough, and then you got to hope Deadman would be better. But it's we you can't you can't do that kind. Of, you can't have that defensive mentality against Luca. He goes to the bench and their their bench just burns your ass. Like our guys got to step up as well. And yes, I know there were Highsmith minutes, but it wasn't Highsmith wasn't the one out there fucking up. Listen, it is what it is. This loss, we keep naming, we just keep naming folks, but like, this is on Jimmy, Bam, and Kyle. Yeah. That, this okay. loss is on them. Like, you're the leaders. This, yes, yes. This, you're I the leaders. Is, is your team between those three and Spo? That's on y'all. It's on who else? I would say uh, Bam, Duncan, and and well, Kyle wasn't good either. And Pete. no, y'all, th- I, I don't understand how y'all y'all think Jimmy was that good. Jimmy I mean, wasn't I, actually that good tonight at all. I if you he was something, he was shaking something. <laughs> his his getting to the line at the fourth quarter, and and PJ as well. Tiff, we even talked about it that those those free throws there in the fourth quarter was yeah. the only thing that kind of swung a little bit of momentum back our way. But I, I mean, but it was too late at I, that point. That's yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was way yeah. too late. And, and I think, like late. we already talked about it earlier, it's like I said, who killed us tonight was halftime. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Just Gabe was diamond in the beginning of the game. Like yeah. I need to really see what. Right. So kill. Going. So stop at halftime. Like, Gabe would have been like, great. <laughs> I don't know if they no. stopped running the pick and rolls. If they stopped like trying to do the shit that was working. I we just look clunky on that roll. He found we, he found Bam on the roll. He had that just nice clunky. that real nice skip to the corner that That's whoever it. missed. Yeah, it was clunky. They just got to figure it out. They look they clunky. clunky. Even even in the wins, they yes, are clunky. They are. So those three got to get together with the coaching staff, and they got to figure out because the your turn, my turn, that don't work. Like and, the and offense, they need to create a flow, whereas everybody can t- get get their offense. They need to just create a flow where everybody, because you got those three tonight. There's there was there's no reason to lose. It's just gonna look clunky, and honestly, it wouldn't surprise me if what is it Thursday? 
if it looked the same way because they just don't have enough they don't have enough time not enough time together and not enough like competitive minutes like today's fourth quarter like where they're they're hungry and in the game They don't have minutes like that together. They've only yeah. been together for like seventeen yep. games. So they, so and they those need to like games. It was a blowout. And and sadly, if if I'm coaching, you're probably gonna see less and less of the bench right now, yeah. which is also kind of scary because you need them, but you need that starting five to click. You need right. your like, nine man rotation. Whoever is going to be, I, ain't, I don't even give. I don't give a fuck up. about six through nine. To be honest, I, think, I don't yeah, care about six through nine. Those that yeah. five is they got to start playing some heavy minutes, or which is scary. Five, guys. Yep. Like or your closing, closing yep. five. You yes. need to have it together. Well, I think one yeah. of your closers ain't even playing yet, but I think I, I yes. think the I, I think Depot's gonna be in that closing we'll five. See. We'll see. I hope so. I hope so. Oh if no! You know, ain't no, ain't no hope right. so. Ain't no. I think if he can walk. Yeah. He's gonna be in that closing five. Yeah, because well, we saw we saw what he did on one leg. Yeah, and I like like I do like Gabe in that closing five as a placeholder until Depot yeah. can get there, right? You know, and then there, there's some situational stuff where probably Hero might come in offense and blah blah blah. But deep, I think I think Depot's strong enough as an offensive player to you don't take him out the last three four minutes of a game, especially if it's close. You got right. a five Man, point lead. I'm clamping clicking. everybody. And it's the defense that we that you like sorely yeah. know you're gonna. And if I need have. to get to the bucket, like if we're in bonus situation, Vic, get to the line. Like I yep. and again, mm-hmm. I'm leaving him there over Tyler in that spot too. So get downhill and go. Get downhill. We need free throws. They'll figure it out, or they won't. But I'm hoping they figure it out. <laughs> I think they do. I, I, More, I, I say I still think they're gonna figure it out. Uh, you know, like we said a million times, Depot is coming back soon, and. You look at how he was able to transform this team last year with just those four games played, and you're taking a one seed, at least temporarily, and you could potentially be adding Victor Oladipo to that one seed and Javante Smart. Don't forget, don't sleep on Smart. Oh, yeah. Y'all remember that dunk Depot had last year? Mm-hmm. And then yeah, after that, the one, the only one thing he did before being yeah. injured. No, remember he no, locked up Steph Curry in the corner. Steph in jail. Yeah. <laughs> Game, Steph was playing pity pat with the ball. Yeah, Steph in a puppy gate. God, remember our defensive issues last season? Oof, like consistent defensive issues. When he started yeah. getting downhill. Shit. Like, when he stopped turning it over and like bouncing it off his knee. But like you know, we're hard on the team right now. Yeah, they've had they've had a couple bad outings, a couple close losses here. But never uh, forget. But like <laughs> True. But this, but this team is so much better than it was last year. It's That's it's good, it's. Oh, they and, uh, yeah, they're way better than they were last so year. So much better. Oh, it's a, a night and day, night and day. And they um and you look around the East today. They the the frustrating thing is today they could have gained some space on some teams. And they yeah, did not, like you know. Those are always their losses, way. right? It's yep. like they lose, yep. and then the Bucks also lost, and then Brooklyn also lost. I'm like, damn, when? And then, Sometimes uh, you listen. gotta get a little lucky. I'll tell you who did lose tonight, though, was the Celtics. Man, yo, I'm telling y'all they coming, but <laughs> they uh, damn, they, yo, no, they coming. They, no, they, no, 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 no. I got it's been, it's been, it's been a while now, but yeah, they, they, no, but when I mean they coming, I mean they're creeping up. Yeah. In the uh, that's what I'm talking yeah. in the standings. I'm talking about they making You're real about the moves last in the six standings. Weeks, they've been one of the best teams in the NBA. Yep. So, 
and I, I got cooked on the timeline when I was like, I'm putting them up there with everybody in the East in that conversation. Because if you, I'm not talking about the first two months of the season where they had all that, they, they're having player meetings, they can't get on the same fucking page. Ever since then, they're on the I same mean, page January now. 1st till now, they, <laughs> what's that? It's like they're, uh, they're, they're reading just fine. <laughs> oh, they're blow. I mean, they're blowing the doors off of everybody, including yeah. us, by the well, way. Fucking we Brad made excuses. Steve- Brad Stevens is pounding that fucking table during Black History Month. You know that. (laughs) Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.